This podcast is for general information only. It is not intended as a substitute for general health care services. If you have medical conditions, you need to see your doctor. Use of this information is at the user's own risk. Welcome to FitRx with Dr. Greg Dennis. Join me as we challenge the standard sick model of healthcare. This is your source for everything health, wellness, prevention, fitness, biohacking, and more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of FitRx. I'm your host, Dr. Greg Dennis. Uh, thank you for joining us today. So today's guest is going to be a little bit different today. So I am interviewing Dr. Kristen Miller, uh, my friend and previous colleague. She is known as the Positivity Doc. And even though she is a board-certified family practice physician, we are not really going to be talking about doctor stuff or nutrition or longevity like we normally do. We are going to be talking about uh, life coaching. And so stick around and listen and hear uh, how life coaching might benefit you. Uh, so Dr. Miller, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate the introduction and I love your show. Awesome topics. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so I guess the first question for the audience is what in the heck is a life coach? <laughs> it's a really good question. We get asked that a lot. So um, depending on who you ask, you might get a different answer. Um, to me, a life coach is a person that you hire to help you live your best life. Um, some people ask if it's like a therapist and it's not because what therapists mostly do is work through problems like depression, anxiety, um, past traumas. That's not what life coaches do. Um, life coaches help you with your current mindset to be able to rise above things like self-limiting beliefs and negativity so that you can wind up showing up in your life as the best version of yourself so that everything can kind of feel like a dream. <laughs> if that's a way to put it, it's just basically a way to have somebody encourage you, challenge you to live your best life. Well, very good. Um, so my next question, like how does a physician and you're a very busy physician, cause I used to work with you and I know how busy you are. And so most docs are just, you know, kind of struggling to stay afloat, uh, mm -hmm. let alone do things on the side. So how right. does a, a busy physician, a mom like yourself get involved in something like life coaching? Absolutely. Well, obviously it has to be important to you to make the time for it. So, um, a few years ago after residency, um, I was working in El Reno and I was very successful, um, doing so well as a physician, making good money. Um, I love my patients. Um, and I loved my job, but I didn't love my life and I had no idea why I just wasn't happy and I didn't understand it. And, um, I was searching for answers and one of my friends from college had started life coaching and she kept saying things on social media, like, do you feel stuck? And I was like, yes, I do feel stuck. <laughs> so, um, I decided to hire her as my life coach. And over the course of two years, um, after that, my entire life changed, um, definitely for the better. I understood more why I wasn't happy. Um, and learned how to take my power back to become happy. And because of how much of a transition it was for me and how 
to this point, it was the best thing I'd ever done for myself. Um, I realized the power in it. And that's why I took the time to become a certified life coach through the life coach school. Um, you don't have to be certified. It's not a regulated industry, um, but I chose to um, because I wanted to be able to offer the best to my clients. Um, and because of the, the transformative power it had in my own life, I wanted to be able to offer that to my clients. You know, in medicine, when we're seeing people um, for diabetes and hypertension, I know you, you have a DO background, so you probably understand that a lot of us miss out on seeing the full picture. A lot of us get hyper-focused on one disease process and don't realize, um, you know, okay, I wrote that medicine for them, but I had no idea that they didn't have the money to pay for it. And all of the things that go along with a person being a whole person and treating them as a whole person. So um, I felt like I was making little dents in people's life as a physician, but as a whole, I wasn't making the impact that I wanted to. And that's what drew me into life coaching. Interesting. So, you know, since you are working full-time, when do you have time to, to do this? Yeah. And like I said, like having um, it has to be important to you to make time for it. And, um, because it is, um, I do find time. I, I changed my schedule at work. I'm still full time, but, um, changed it in a way that opens up some more availability during the daytime, um, evenings, weekends, things like that. And because I love it so much, it doesn't feel like I'm working a second job. Like I'm working nights and weekends because I don't think that that's necessarily sustainable, um, to work a full-time job, be a mom, and then have another full-time job. So, um, you know, because I love it, it doesn't even feel like I have extra work added on. Okay. Well, very good. So who could benefit most from getting a life coach? I mean, is there like a particular age group or, or what kind of demographic do you typically work with? Yeah. Um, so I have tons of life coach friends and there's life coaching for everything from um, there is life coaches for teenagers who are struggling, um, don't know what they want to do after high school, maybe struggling with depression, stuff like that, um, all the way to um, life coaches that are helping people um, that have been recently become a widow, things like that. Like it's the whole spectrum. For me, I tend to focus a lot on um, typically women, I have coached some men, but typically women. And they're usually, I would say a range between, um, twenties to fifties kind of thing. And it's usually, um, women who, um, have this drive to be successful in life. Um, people who, women who are, are leaders are, um, a lot of them are entrepreneurs. Um, and like I mentioned before, they kind of just feel like stuck, like they know that they were meant for something more, but they just don't know how to get there. And that's typically the population that I work with. Um, so when somebody meets with you, how, how often do you typically meet with them? We typically meet once a week. Um, and that's, um, everybody has like a different formula. Um, I typically will meet for an hour at a time and it's usually virtual, um, sometimes with videos, sometimes not. Um, and we usually will start off our visit. Um, I got a lot of this from my life coach and I loved it. So we usually start off with like a meditation just to kind of stop the chaos from the day and really put ourselves in this time and get the most of it, um, with some deep breathing exercises. And then after that, we set an intention and it's the client that sets the intention. They tell me what we want to focus on for the day. 
Um, and then we always start by talking about something good that happened since I talked to them last because it sets the tone. Um, and then typically um, clients usually have certain things they already want to talk about. Like when I go see my life coach, I have a whole list <laughs> that I try to get through. Um, but when people don't, we have um, like a library of resources and worksheets and things that we can go through. So you don't have to prep. But I find that most of mine um, have so many unanswered questions and things that they're wrestling with that those are typically the things that we work through during the session. You know, you, you said that it's not really counseling, but it, it seems like that, especially from a, like a client's perspective, there could be a lot of overlap there. There is, and yeah. That it could very easily, you know, somebody could just get their emotions going and, you know, talking about just, you know, everything in their life and they want answers from you. So, and especially right. with your background being a physician, like right. how do you separate the life coaching from you know, the counseling and wanting to help them right. out. I think it's in the approach. So um, you're absolutely right. There is a lot of crossover. Um, everybody um, coaches in a different way. Um, my, my coach is um, a very, um, she's very spirit led, gut led, um, not like somebody who sits and prepares things, not a worksheet kind of person, just very intuitive. Um, the life coach school teaches something called the model Um where it says circumstances that happen to you in your life are neutral. You develop thoughts about them. Thoughts create feelings, feelings create actions, actions create results. If you're not getting the results that you want in life, the way to change that is to change what your thoughts are. And so um, it's a whole different way of thinking about things. I, I would never talk like that in my physician world, but basically what we're doing is um, identifying thoughts that can be changed. So it's all about thought work. You mentioned emotions. Emotions come from our thoughts. So if we can pinpoint, okay, this circumstance created this thought in my head, you can actually change your thoughts. You're, you're capable of doing that. And so that's where all the power lies in coaching is helping people to be aware of their thoughts. Now, a lot of times in family practice, um, I might recognize that people have thoughts that are not serving them, but that's not exactly the approach we take. Um, we take more of like a, well, let me send you to a therapist and let's talk about medication kind of thing. And it's a lot of it's because we're limited in time. So it's a very different approach. So what, I guess, what is your favorite thing about doing this? You said that you love this or else you, you wouldn't be doing it, especially, you know, working full time. So if, if you had to say like, like what, what's your favorite thing about this? Yeah. Absolutely. I think that um, pretty much all providers that I know went into medicine to help people. And I think sometimes in traditional family practice, you wonder if you really are making a difference. And through the work that I have done as a life coach, I know I am making a difference. And I know that through that work, I have the power to completely transform a person's life and even their family's lives and then the generations to come. And that's the most gratifying part of it. Okay. Well, on that note, um, can you talk about maybe one of the, one of the biggest challenges that you've helped a client through, or, or maybe, uh, one of the biggest, you know, life changing, you know, things you've, you've helped somebody through. Right. Um, I think one of the most difficult things, um, is when, 
people are not willing to accept um, circumstances and as neutral, that's a really hard, hard thing. Um, I won't go into the hardest of them, which maybe you guys can imagine, but for example, um, it's really difficult to work with women who are struggling in their relationships um, because there's so much heavy emotion tied in there that it is very difficult for them to see the neutral circumstances that happen if they get in an argument or something like that. Um, it's really hard because they have such strong emotion to try to pull them back from that. So I would say um, it's the things that people are the most attached to, the stories that we tell ourselves that we are most attached to that are the most difficult. And the person has to be ready. Um, and if they're not ready to hear the truth, they will tell themselves that they don't know the truth. And so those can be very difficult situations to help people get through. Yeah. So do you feel like you've been able to, through your training as a life coach, um, kind of, do you feel like that's changed the way you practice as a family physician? Absolutely. I actually talk to my friends about this all the time. Like at the end of the day, I think to myself, man, if it hadn't been for my life coach training, I can name a handful of the patients I saw today that would not have got the best of me like that, like in a good way. Like, um, you know, I, I, life is, um, crazy for a lot of us right now. And I think that my coaching experience has really helped me to make a much more profound impact for my patients than just offering medications and referrals and things like that. And I don't mean to like diminish what we do, but again, in the time constraints, um, you know, I do a lot of virtual visits with people and it gives me the opportunity just to sit and chat and, and talk about some of these things, um, that are going on in their life and give them practical advice from a coaching standpoint, from my training that actually helps their life to be better. So absolutely. Um, I think it's made me a better physician. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I, I've been saying for years, I think one of the missing pieces in, you know, tr traditional medical training is especially family practice is some type of at least a little bit of some counseling uh, yeah. training. I mean, because yeah. as you very well know, I mean, people come in and especially once they get to know you, they trust their, their doctor. And I mean, they'll just spill out everything, you know, that's going yeah. on in their lives. And that most of the time it's not a medical problem. There's right. been many, many a times when I've been talking to people and they'll just like, tell me, you know, all those, what's going on in their life. And I'm just sometimes right. speechless, like, Oh my God, like they, right. didn't, they didn't train me for this. <laughs> right. And then you're just guessing and you're yeah. like, Oh, I hope that's good advice. I don't know. It's not yeah. evidence-based. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I so, agree. Yeah, I, I can see where that would help <laughs> a lot. So for sure. Um, so I know that you are a huge reader um, yes. and you used to talk about reading. How many books do you read a week? Um, I think that I typically at least read five books a month, but sometimes up to 20 books a month. So I read all the time. Yes. <laughs> uh, so give us on my list of questions, I had three books, but it can be more than three, but give us <laughs> kind of a list of maybe the, the top books that you've read of late that, yeah. you know, kind of, um, increases, you know, positivity or self-help books. What are some yeah. of your, your uh, favorites that you've read most recently? Absolutely. I feel like when I go to places like Barnes and Noble, um, and I go to like the self-help section, I feel like I've read every single book there. <laughs> I like go through and I'm like, is there anything new? <laughs> um, but no, I, I, um, actually wrote down a couple that, um, I really love, um, 
the self-love project by um, Shannon Kaiser. Um, there's not many books that talk about loving yourself and that's a very big premise of what I do. Um, and it's her own personal journey and those things kind of resonate with me um, more than others. Um, I also recently read a book called Help Me by Marianne Power. And I love reading um, books from authors from Great Britain because of the way that they write. <laughs> it's just very entertaining to me. And um, I love that what she does is she takes one self-help book a month and tries to apply it to her life. And it's a real story about what happens and it's very entertaining and you get kind of like the, the, you know, the cliffs notes of a lot of famous self-help books. So I loved that because there were some books that I really didn't want to read and she told me what it was about. So I love that. And I would say the most influential self-help book that I read um, was The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks because um, just like life coaching, it teaches you to lean into your fullest potential and that a lot of us kind of live a life of, well, I'm good at this, so I'm going to do it for the rest of my life instead of I'm passionate about this and I am really good at this. Um, and it talks about what the difference is and why it matters. And so I find myself quoting that book a lot as a life coach. <laughs> very good book. Okay. All right. Well, very good. Yeah. Um, so I know you also, or at least I think you still do it. You have, uh, you're on Facebook every morning and give like a little um, uh, motivational kind of something in the morning. Is yeah. that right? Do you still do that? Um, I don't do it as much. So, but for at least a year, every single morning on my Facebook page, um, Dr. Underscore K underscore Miller, um, I was doing morning motivation with Dr. K. So there's over probably 600 videos on there with um, probably on average 15 to 20 minute inspirational talks about different things that can help you start your day off. Um, it's kind of branched into a lot of really cool opportunities since then, which is why I don't have as much time to do it anymore. Um, being interviewed for newspapers and magazines and all these fun things. Um, but I do still post a lot of encouraging motivational things there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so on that note, you know, you, you mentioned to me earlier before we started recording that you're kind of all over the place now on media and everything. Um, so just remember us little people when you're big and famous. <laughs> uh, Thanks. <laughs> so, um, how can people get a hold of you? So, uh, you mentioned, you mentioned the Facebook and, and then, uh, how can they get a, what, like, what's your website? If, if somebody wants to maybe do some coaching with you. Absolutely. It's very easy. DrKristenMiller.com, And it's Kristen with two eyes. So K R I S T I N. Um, but DrKristenMiller.com, it has a way to reference me and it talks a little bit more about life coaching and what I do. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I would love to hear from anybody who wants to talk about life coaching. <laughs> okay. So uh, you mentioned all these media appearances. Is there anything coming up that we can kind of be keeping our eye out for you? Yeah. I mean, um, I have a lot of um, things in the works. Um, there is a, um, a TV series that I have been working with a company, a production company that um, may be coming in the near future. Um, there are a lot of really cool things, a lot of podcasts and things like that that have already been recorded, um, some magazine articles that have been written. Um, so as they come out, I will be posting them on my Facebook and social media. Um, so absolutely just stay tuned there. There's a lot of really cool stuff coming. Awesome. Okay. Look forward yeah. to it. So, uh, okay. Well, um, kind of short and sweet, but, uh, I always wrap up my, um, podcast by asking my guests that if they could give us one tip to improve our health today, what would you say? I think the most important thing that people can do is to learn how to love themselves because I think that somewhere in our culture, we started to learn that loving yourself is selfish and that selfish is a bad thing. 
And unfortunately, I think that that has caused a lot of problems in the world and for ourselves. So I think the most important thing that somebody can do is learn to love themselves. Awesome. Well, that was, that was good. So uh, anything else that I didn't ask you want to throw out there about life coaching or anything else? No, but thank you so much. Um, this was a very fun discussion and I'm glad people are interested in what life coaches are because there's a lot of us out there and it's a growing field. And I think it, it just goes to show how much um, it can really help people. So thank you so much for the, the time to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was a, a refreshing topic for me just because it's something yeah. <laughs> different than, you know, what I've done. So yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So hope uh, everybody found it interesting. And so thank you guys for listening and we will uh, talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to FitRx. I invite you to share this with friends and family. If you would like, you can check out our website at vibrantlifedc.com or you can email me at drgreg at vibrantlifedc.com.